Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good people, happy Friday, baby. Welcome to NZ Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. It is Feel Good Friday, and I cannot wait for Sunday. That's why I'm feeling good. I'm letting y'all know right now. That's why I'm feeling good, man. We're streaming live on all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, and of course, Twitter, ADZ Sports, Dallas. Make sure y'all jump in on this thing. We got a good show coming up today. We're going to be talking about a line shift. I'm not talking about the spread. No, I'm not talking about over and under. No, 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 no. I think we have real life line movement. Yeah, we've been talking about it for the last few weeks, and I think it's here, y'all. So we'll get into that. It's also Mailbag Friday. So uh, we'll head on into YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. No Instagram mailbags today. We didn't get enough good questions over there, but we got the rest of you guys covered. So stick around for that as well. Hey, we'll also be joined by A to Z Sports writer for Kansas City. We'll be joined by him. He'll come through and we'll talk a little bit about KC Dallas matchup. Uh, and then, of course, the phone lines will be open for you guys to jump on in 351 999 3787. 351 999. 3787. In fact, let me. There we go. There we go. Oh, okay. So now, now, you know, restream want to act right. All right. We're good here. I had to do some old finessing real quick, but we, we got it up in here already. Mr. Dialing. Super chat. Thank you, good sir. He says, Good morning, good sir, and happy TGIF. Hope you have a great weekend and let's go, Cowboys. Can I get a hell yeah? And also, two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo, he won a hell yeah and two claps and a Ric Flair. Here you go. Give me a hell yeah. I said, give me a hell yeah. I got you, brother. I got you, man. Hey, hey, Cowboys Nation, we got some news. I can't wait to talk to you all about that. I really do want you all to call in today uh, because I want to hear your thoughts on this potential shift we got that we'll attack after the roundup. But uh, we have some uh, shout outs in order here. TC915, Hit, a.k.a. Doug Smith in the building, David C., Mark DeJour, Nisi, Kevin uh, Z, Eric over on Facebook, Angelica, Rika moving the chains. Make sure y'all check out her uh, her show as well. Uh, Darian, Tim Johnson says, good morning, Blaze the Nation. Stevie Mac, the mod guy, big boy from VA in the building, two up, two down. T-Mac, Peter Rizzo, who was it? Rudy, Iceberg Q, Charlene, my guy, Trey Manning. He was filling the beats earlier. I appreciate that, man. Dialing, of course, Alpha Mason, show me your t D's. I can't get over that. Uh, Derek Smalls. Uh, what else we got in here? Professor O. Hey, Professor O. They was loving your uh, Professor O obscured stats of the week, man. We got to keep that up. And then, of course, CJ Richards over on Facebook as well. Always tuning in every day. I appreciate you guys coming through. 
It's Friday. Let's have a good show. Let's have fun. Y'all know I like to bring energy and talk some real Cowboys football. Uh, what's up, Tim? And what's up, Dennis? And C is in the, in the building as well. Hey, man, let's jump into this roundup because I'm ready to get into it. I don't know how long the show is going to be today, but I definitely want to touch on this and obviously get to the mailbag later as we talk to our writer over at A to Z, uh, KC, when he comes through. But let's get into the roundup, man, because there's some good news that came out of that. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys. Yes, indeed. The morning roundup presented by Texas family fitness. TFF, our guys over at TFF, man, check them out. Uh, listen, man, they have a Black Friday sale going on right now at Texas Family Fitness. So get started today with a $0 enrollment. Don't wait until the new year to get started on a fitness routine. Start accomplishing your fitness goals today at the best gym in the DFW area. If you guys wanted to find out more about the sale and just Texas Family Fitness in general, head on, on over to any of the nine locations or hit up TexasFamilyFitness.com. Lots of news. Lots and lots of news. Uh, Stephen Jones went on the radio yesterday, and he talked about, gave us some updates on D-Law. He was the main guy I wanted to kind of hear about. Apparently him, Randy Gregory, and Neville Gallimore won't return in the next few weeks, more like three to four weeks. Ugh. I'm not really quite sure what's going on down there in Dallas right now in regards to these um, timelines. <laughs> but we had heard Neville Gallimore was five to eight weeks, and now we're he's about to miss almost the entire season. Huh? What's going on? Uh, D-Law's about right. Broken foot, you have to make sure that's, that's good to go. And later in the mailbag se- uh, segment, there was a question posed with D-Law again. It's been kind of quiet. Cowboys got on this win streak and things like that. We haven't really talked about them. Uh, but there was an interesting question that was brought back up that um, we'll touch on a little bit. But, you know, it's very strange how they come out with these, the prognosis is, oh, hey, you know, five to eight or two to three weeks. And now we're looking at, for Gregory, a month or more. Who knows now with the way this is going on. So likely won't get D-Law and Gregory and Gallimore back until that home stretch in December, which you know, if Cowboys keep winning, that's fine. Uh, but we, we got to get these guys back to get some uh, get their feet up under them, right? Get their sea legs. We don't want to get into the postseason and it's D-Law's first game back, right? Lyle Collins, guys. Did you guys check out Lyle Collins' interview yesterday? They asked him, and this was, his answer was pretty straightforward. Do you intend on being on the right side? He said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, all expectations are that Terrence Steele it will be moved back to swing tackle. Good news on the injury front means Tyron Smith is back in action. We get your all-pro, Hall of Fame, all-time talent guy back on that right side, at the right time or left side at the right time, going up against Kansas City. Not saying they have this, you know ferocious pass rush but to get a veteran guy like that and a guy like Tyron 
uh, back on the road where you're going to need them is, is great. And we're going to talk about this here. We're going to talk about this here because it sounds like, according to Lyell and, and guys down in Dallas, he's going to remain at right tackle, meaning still is going to be at left. But what about old left guard? Or still is going to remain at swing tackle, but what about left guard? Is there going to be a changing of the guards, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm? I think so. I think so. In fact, there was a nugget that Brian Broaddus dropped yesterday on his show, 105 Through the Fan, G-Bag Nation. He talked about how he thinks and he's hearing. In fact, I'll let you guys listen to what Brian Broaddus has to say. And then coming out of it, I'll tell you what he told me. Reps, I think the big question coming up, we had Todd Archer on yesterday. Mm-hmm. We might see a switch at left guard. We might really? see. Yeah, we might what? See. So, the McGovernor? The McGovernor, yeah. So keep an eye on what's going to happen. Maybe I didn't leak out of practice, but I'm kind of hearing some whispers. So let's need to keep an eye on that. Hopefully I can run down some stuff. I was trying to do it before the show uh, to see where we're at. But let's see. They might be making a change at, at left guard. Uh, uh, this week. Uh, again, Jerry and those guys probably trying to keep a competitive advantage here, but we'll see if we can figure it out. Very interesting. Yes. Yes, that is very interesting. Uh, a lot of people want, want it to be Lyle Collins. You guys know me. I, I think that once Lyle Collins gets his feet up under him, and he started to last week, he looked a ton better. He looked much, much better. I think you have a stud at right tackle. And I love what Terrence Steele has done. But I've, I value having a swing tackle. Y'all know that. I talk about that a lot. Because what happens with Tyron Smith? What happens with Lyle Collins? These guys are going to need someone that can fill in that you can trust. Um, so it looks like Lyle is going to stay at the right side. So I wanted to confirm this. Is this happening? His words was yes. Uh, he will be starting. Connor McGovern will be your left guard from what I'm being told right now. I, I mean, that could be wrong right but i trust who i trust and um i think that the staff played this very well very well buy or sell for you guys a quick buy or sell right connor mcgovern at left guard for connor williams and we'll talk about what this projected line will look like buy or sell connor mcgovern at left guard for connor williams how y'all feeling about it huh how y'all feeling uh thank you josh jones for the five dollar donation Appreciate you. Super chat. Uh, Mark says, I hope Tyron is healthy. and He's not rushing back. Uh, they're not rushing him back too soon. I hope that as well, too. Uh, Mark, I, I feel confident that they're not rushing him back, right? Because it's been, what, three weeks? It's been three weeks. Um, time, only thing I can heal what Tyron has is time. So the projected lineup against Kansas City is Tyron Smith at left tackle. Connor McGovern, left guard. Beatus remains at center. Zach Martin, right guard. And Lyell is firmly, squarely back at right tackle. We, could, we couldn't really say that yet because Tyron Smith was out. Um, you guys are buying it. Every single buy. Okay, so OG or O'Head. I can't, can't disrespect my old OG. O'Head said Collins at left guard. Everyone else is buying it. Um, yeah, I'm buying it all day and tomorrow. We talked about this earlier in, in the, the week. At some point, Connor, right? Like, at some point, the penalties are going to catch up to you. Really, no matter how well you're playing, you, you would have to be playing at a, a at a Tyron Smith level for them to ignore your penalties because 
the target is now on your back. It's on your back. So is this going to be a long-term thing? I don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what, it's one hell of a message to send to Connor. Now let's see what Connor McGovern has. You know, you got about seven or eight games for that to happen. Now, if Connor McGovern goes in there and he looks bad, then, you know, you put Connor Williams back in again in the ball game. But I think it's a good idea to do it now and not wait till later. Because if you wait till later, if you try to make this move two games before the playoffs, you could be setting yourself up for failure. So I, I buy this move all day and tomorrow. The funny thing is, even with Tyron Smith coming back, Lyle Collins available, we still won't see the projected starting lineup that was supposed to be heading into the season. Uh, Mr. Tamar said, but but Sky, <laughs> most of those pen- penalties were falsely. Hey, as we talked about, a half of those penalties were BS. But guess what? It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter because you have that target on your back, right? Like we talked about. That target's on your back. They're going to treat you like a Dennis Rodman, right? They're going to treat you like a Draymond Green. Any slight, and that's a basketball reference, any slight of a penalty, of a foul, they're going to call it. They're going to call it. They're going to, or they're going to reverse treat you like James Harden now, right? James Harden's not getting those crap calls anymore. Uh, they're actually calling offensive fouls on him, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Adrian says the grass ain't always greener. Well, we about to find out, ain't we? Huh? We about to find out. I, I don't mind it, y'all. I don't mind it. And, and it's because we have to see at some point. Think about this for a second. Connor McGovern played mostly on the right side. I think he filled in pretty well for, for uh, Zach last year. Definitely in week one, I thought he held his own. I think he's he is a stronger player than Connor Williams. Um even when Connor McGovern gets pushed back, and they, everyone gets pushed back, I mean, Hall of Famers even get pushed back sometimes, but even when Connor McGovern gets pushed back, I think his ability to re-anchor is, a, is better than Connor Williams. Is he a better player? We don't know that yet. We're about to find out, though. But we don't know that yet. Um, so I buy it, man, because Connor Williams, I mean, y'all said, someone said it last week, Don't I think it was Fresh Fade, don't dismiss it. I don't feel confident about them re-signing Connor Williams. So if you're not going to re-sign Connor Williams, let's see what you have moving forward in-house. And in-house, you got a guy, Connor McGovern. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. T-Max said, I try to tell folks to slow down on Biotis. He just needed time. Yeah, uh, I, I raised my hand. I was being greedy about Tyler Biotis. I was being greedy. And, and, but at the same time, I kept saying, I understand he's only played like nine games. He needs time, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and that time came, and he's been better. He's absolutely been better. In fact, in run block win rate, Connor, or not Connor, Tyler Biotish is ranked in the top five for centers. Not bad at all. It was always, though, his pass blocking that needed to kind of be better a little bit. And uh, Duke Mannyweather always talked about his offhand getting better. And I just think more experience and things like that, he'd be better. How much better? I don't know. Uh, but there was a clear issue in the middle of the of the uh, offensive line that I think has been cleaned up. So he deserves to stay in there. And at the same time, Connor Williams keeps racking up the penalties. Leads the league. 13 penalties overall, y'all. Can't have it, man. You just can't have it. Uh, Zach says, and Zach, stick around. I got your question later. We should let Terrence play fullback 
like Connor was doing. Listen, I'm not putting anything past um, past Kellen Moore. Love Connor McGovern there, but that boy Terrence still got some wheels low key. So they could do, they could even do some more fun things with Terrence Steele if they want to put him at that in that hawk package or at, at that fullback position or spread him out wide. Or you can just do a lot of things when you've got seven guys that you can legitimately play and feel okay about. You can do a lot of things. Uh, Jacob says he sells it. Do, do you want to keep Connor? All these Connors. Do you want to keep Williams in over McGovern? Let's get into the phone lines here. Oh, hey, what you got for us, man? <laughs> well, I feel honored today. I figured I'd call you just to say, hey, putting Collins at left guard is not a demotion. You want the best five on the field. Who said it was? No, I, well, that's the, I'm not saying you are. I'm saying whenever I suggest Collins going in at left guard and leaving Steele at right tackle – that's if and only if Tyron is ready to get in at left tackle. He is ready. But Tyron, the, the, the key to the whole thing is if they're not if they're not trying to rush Smith back in because he's had he's made it longer this season without a major health problem than I expected, and I'm proud of him because he's he's by far the best man on the field with well with Zach, but as far as the tackle goes, he's the best on the field. You know, if he's healthy, if he stays healthy. And who's your best right but tackle if, if when healthy? My best, my, okay, overall, overall with no other problems or questions to be solved, yeah. it's going to be Lyle. Okay. It's going to be Lyle. But here's the key. If you put Collins at left guard and you keep Zach at right guard, your problem with Biotish goes away. And it's and it's gradually improved over the. I was season, about to say, like it, is it a problem? Players. Is it a problem anymore with Biotis though? Well, but see, if you if you if you've got him protection on both sides, that it, it ceases to be a weakness at all. And all he's got to do is is keep developing like he is, which he is considering to, and which he's continuing to do. But uh, like you said, you know, Williams may be back; he may not be back. McGovern may be ready to start. He may not be ready to start. But with Smith, Collins, Biotish, Martin, and Steele, you've got the best five linemen. Can I ask you? Can I ask you? How do you in positions? But how do you know, Lyle? I'm not listen. I'm not opposed to Lyle Collins at left guard. But they they've clear. I don't know why we're talking about that anymore because they clearly have went with McGovern. But nonetheless, um, how do you know? how, How do you know Lyle Collins at left guard? Is the is the best? Is he's the best five? We don't know that. That's the five you want, and that's what I'm trying to get the people to understand. That's what you want. We technically don't know that. We don't even know if McGovern is going to be the best five. Here's the only thing we do know. But we, we do but know. We already know that LC. We already know LC is a potential All Pro, regardless of where he plays. And he's got the physical characteristics to to su- succeed at guard. Or I'm not. Tackle. I'm not disagreeing with that. But you don't know that he's a he's a great player. You don't know what else he's going to well, be at left guard, right? I he mean, hasn't practiced. Quit, he he quit, just quit. practiced at left guard last week for the first time since 2016, right? 2016, right. where McGovern has no, been a guard no, for his whole no career. Right. No disagreement so, there. So what I'm saying er, is, he's hold, the on, one hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on. He has experience <laughs> five years ago. Connor McGovern has more recent experience. I asked you a question earlier because I was setting you up. I asked you, who is the best right tackle on this team when healthy? What was your answer? With everything else <laughs> being equal, it would be college. No, no, no. Then, then, then that's to, it. You're trying well, to what, lawyer. What, what question? You're trying to, you're trying to lawyer me. You know, yes or no? I just ask a simple question. It's yes a simple no. question. No, there's too many. There's so if Lyle Collins is your best right tackle when healthy, why on God's green earth would you move your best right tackle, who has potential to be a top tier tackle, because who has been there have, before? You have a feasible substitute for for Steele. If you need, if you if what if I told you you have guard, a feasible you substitute for Connor Williams? And his name is Connor McGovern. That's Collins. Huh? I, I say put your best guy that, that that can play left guard, put your best guy in there, and I feel like so left if guard, start so, working so, him now, that's that's Collins. That's Lyle. How, what if I told you? Wait, 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 wait. What if I told you we had a feasible replacement for Connor Williams and his name is Connor McGovern? What would you what would you say about that? We've always known Connor McGovern is there and he's possibly the backup at center as well. And he's also, they're getting him see, on the field. See, you lawyering so me. You ain't answering the question. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm, I'm not letting you lawyer me. That's what you're doing. But what I'm saying is, if you want to Answer go the with question. the Tony Wise method, the Tony Wise method, put the best five on the field, you're going to put Lyell at know. left guard at Steele at right tackle. Because Steele can't, Steele's too tall Sir. to be a, a guard. He's he's in the way. Sir. Lyell is short enough to be a guard. Sir. If that was the best five, according to the coaches, don't you think Connor Williams and McGovern would be on the bench and LC would be at right guard right now? If 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 that was no, what they believe is the best five, I think that they're trying to force the issue and make either McGovern or Williams issue. fit at left guard. I don't I don't trust the politics. Fail. I'm looking for the best. I'm looking for the best team on the field, not who's politically. Somebody said we need our own debate show. We do need our own debate show over here because you, you, you want to do what you want to do. Listen to what you're saying, and just, just let me talk for but a yeah, quick I second. Know, I'm, I'm the old lineman here. I'm the short, fat guy. You're, you know, you're the youngster that gets to talk on TV. I'm just. Trying what does to that have to do with what I'm about to say? Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I'm just trying to. You said the most. Form. You you said the most feasible thing. If I the most feasible thing would not to be moved a guy who hasn't played that position in five years to that position over over a guy who has played guard for his entire freaking life. That wouldn't be feasible. You many, said how many holding penalties? You you said for I got a mute you, bro. You said you're going to force the issue with McGovern. How is McGovern forcing the? Yes, you did. You do know about Williams. That's the problem. You don't know about McGovern for sure, except that he can play in the backfield, and he can probably play the position, no doubt. But we don't know for oh sure. Goodness, we man. do know that Lyell is one of the best five, and we do know that Steele right now is one of the best five. You know, here's you, you, you know what's position. funny. Y'all, y'all so crazy, man. Here's what's funny. We let you would have never said Terrence Steele was one of the best five coming into this year. He got the opportunity to show no, he was. He the wouldn't best. have. He got the opportunity. He let himself. me. Uh, that's it. You got to go. You let the opportunity, and I, I got to let you go because you just keep <laughs> cutting me off, man. You got the opportunity. He got the opportunity to show that he was the best five. Connor McGovern has the opportunity now 
Let Connor McGovern show that he's part of this best five. And if so, you now have a, a legitimate top six or seven. If he does not work out, sure, you can move things around. But I think you're talking ass backwards when you say forcing the issue with a guard playing guard. No, no, no. Forcing the issue would be a right tackle playing left guard, a position he hasn't played in five years. And I digress. My goodness, man. Just say that's what you want to happen. That, that, that's where I'm trying to get at with, with everyone. We don't know what the best five is because the best five coming into the season had nothing to do with Terrence Steele. We don't even know if McGovern's going to be the best five. About to find out, though. And, I, and you know what? Let me, Jacob, save me, Jacob. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, what's up, man? Good morning, sir. How you doing? He come in. He come in fire. He come in wanting to fuss and argue. What's up, bro? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I know you're ready on a hot head, but I'm not going to say I'm going to go with O-head, but I'm kind of having to agree with him a little bit. And that's the thing. I don't, I'm not opposed to moving LC to left guard. I'm opposed to how he's pro, pro, you know, pro, uh, promoting his whole idea. He, he's not making sense. He's talking backwards. But anyway, go ahead. Give yeah, your yeah. opinion on the situation. So I, I I I kind of agree with both of you guys, but um, as far as getting the best five, I think like I put earlier, I would you know, I would sell the moving McGovern a guard only because I, Coach McCarthy talked about time with the Kamala Murray with the, the the guys you know, and I think Connor Williams you know yeah he he's not the best one out there between the two, but I think McGovern is better off playing that fullback role than. Connor Williams, because I think that's what they're just going to end up doing with Williams just to get the best lineman out there as well. So you'd risk, you'd risk the right guard position potentially being upgraded or maybe being the same in regards to play but nullifying the penalties because of a fullback position? Not necessarily because of the fullback, but because, I mean, McGovern, yes, I understand that that McGovern played guard all his life. That McGovern played guard all his life. Um, but he's never really. I mean, I I, I don't want to say he's never played left guard, but he's all he was always a right guard in college and in the NFL. You know, when Martin when when Martin was out, that's who he, that's who came in and replaced. I don't remember Connor Williams ever missing a game. You know, he did. He missed um, he missed a game in the second year, but that's that's neither here nor there. Okay, um, yeah, and then Lyle, um, I, I he he played left guard. You know what, his rookie year, I believe it was, but either way. You keep Lyle at tackle. You do not move him. Um, that's that's where he's made all pro at. That's that's his job. Oh, he didn't know? make all pro. And that that that's there. That he's there. So, but I mean, I don't know. I guess I I just wanna I just wanna stick with Williams just to see. I'm because I'm just worried with with Chris with Chris Jones coming into town. You know, I just don't know how McGovern would do on that left side. I mean, I guess we just got to give him a shot. Got to give him a shot. Hey, we we didn't know what Terrence Steele would do at right tackle, and he surprised us. Um, And and, and let's kind of give some credit to this coaching staff, this this, uh, Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin has Mm -hmm. given, and and Mike McCarthy, they have given Connor Williams a long leash, a long leash. He's been committing multiple penalties every other game. And that's why, and I hear you, because – Play-wise, I hear why you would want to keep Connor Williams in. 
But at some point, you do have to send a message, right? Like, you do have to say, listen, bro, if you're not going to clean it up, then we got to sit you on the bench because you can't constantly continue to get three, four penalties. That's too much. So uh, we're going to yeah. see what Connor McGovern can do. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be great, but we got to see the opportunity. And if your right tackle that you just talked about um, in Lyle Collins is back, he, he's healthy, He's back in, getting back in playing shape. In fact, go listen to his interview. He talked about everything that we kept talking about over the weeks. Hey, I just got to play. The more reps I play, the better mm-hmm. I'll be. It's different practicing against air than it is going up against guys in game. In game. So the more game reps he's getting, the better he's getting, and he'll get back to that top-tier talent that he is. So if that's the case, yeah. why, would you, why would you do that? Why would you say, I'm going to put the lesser player in just because he's replacement level? And move this player I haven't played for five years into this position where I don't know what he's going to be in a short period of time when, yes, Connor McGovern hasn't played left guard, but he's played guard. We're talking about guard to guard, man. I think we're making way too much fuss about going from right to left in regards to guard. Yeah, no, I, if, if there's anything, and if there's one position change, I think it's the one they are doing for this game, which is the guard to guard. You don't need to be moving a tackle to guard and then bringing another tackle and it's just too much, you know, moving around in, in what we play a game in two days, you know. What two I mean? games, yeah. So, well, <laughs> all right, guy. Well, I'll let you get to him, man. Have a good day, buddy. All right, bro. Uh, real quick, we have Justin Churchill. He is a writer from A to Z Sports, Kansas City, on the phone with us, joining us live here to break down a little bit more of this game. What's up, Justin? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good, brother. Did you come in when I was fussing? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Me and O hit always fuss, man. Appreciate it. So, man, Justin, uh, real quick, can you tell everybody what you do for us over at A to Z Sports Kansas City? Yeah, man, uh, basically the same thing that you do, only uh, we do not yet have a show. We're still we're, – we're a little bit behind Dallas in terms of uh, – growing uh, i think we started a little after y'all so we don't have a show just yet we'll, we'll get there eventually but you know basically i write um and, and basically the same kind of stuff that you do and what what people are following with with y'all over at dallas is basically what i do all right man all right so listen let's get right into to what's going on with this game i want to start off hot right off the top rope with your guy patrick mahomes um he came back in this raiders game and got his groove back. And I believe it was Travis Kelsey who said they got their swagger back. And you could see Travis Kelsey was doing all the dances and everything. A whole lot of swagger was in that game. But can you talk about what? why was Patrick Mahomes so up and down prior to that game uh, with turnovers? Uh, and he was clean in, in Oakland, or, or I'm sorry, in Las Vegas. But why was he so up and down with the turnovers prior to that? You know, it's really a great question that I don't think many people have – been able to figure out yet and I don't think it's that it's been terrible I think it's that it's bad for Patrick Mahomes if that makes sense because you look at you look at the stats around the league you got Tom Brady leading the league in touchdowns but I mean if we're talking turnovers as a whole he has uh seven more than Patrick Mahomes if we're talking about fumbles as well so uh I think it's just bad for Patrick Mahomes uh you see receivers not catching the ball tipping the hands going into the air uh, maybe three or four times, and the rest of them are just bad reads on the offense. The the offense has really been disappointing so far this year, uh, honestly. Yeah, I, I, and listen, you guys have a ton of weapons. You guys have a great scheme and things like that. Is the offense disappointing due to Pat's play, or is it disappointing due to possibly the O-line early in the season not really being at the top shape? 
I think you can uh, give the the bad credit to both of them. Honestly, uh, the chemistry between Pat and the line just might it, early in the season it might not have just been there yet. You're talking about three rookies starting on the offensive line, and then um, one new guy in Joe Tooney. So that's four basically guys that weren't there last year that Pat's got to get chemistry with. Four guys that are more known for the run blocking, honestly, and this is a team that does not really run the ball. Um, so I guess it just took time. You seen last week against the Raiders that uh, they had 400 yards. He, he let it fly last week. So I think that I think that they're getting back in the groove. Obviously, the the Cowboys are a different defense than um, the Raiders, so we'll have to see how that goes. But uh, I th- I think they're getting there. I don't think they're quite at the level they have been the past few years yet. Um, the struggles are still going to be there. Turnovers are still going to be there. And, of course, we all know about the Chiefs' defense. It's just uh, it's not very good. Yeah, let's talk about that Chiefs' defense a little bit, man. You know, Steve Spagnuolo, I think his time there is a little bit overdue. Am I wrong by saying that? No, I don't think you're wrong. And, okay. <laughs> um, Chiefs fans are a lot like Cowboys fans, and they want to win every single year. And if not, the you know, changes need to be made. And that's what the, the Chiefs' face is it's kind of feeling like right now with Spags. I mean, uh, obviously he's done a better job than Sutton a few years ago. Um, but other than that, we haven't really seen major improvements like we should, especially with the players that are on this defense. you got Tyron Matthew, you got Chris Jones, Frank Clark, who hasn't really played up to his, his contract. But, um, yeah, I think it's safe to say that uh, if changes aren't made, then it, it could be his time to go. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. you got players over there. I talked about this with one of our guys at Koye Media you know, I think you guys have players, but I don't think the scheme is matching them right now. And and Spags, I think throughout his career has been up and down, hit or miss with his aggressive approach. Now, do do you? I don't know Spags. You know, from week to week, does he change up his approach from week to week, or is he pretty much a stubborn guy that's going to run what he wants to run? Because the Cowboys, you know, if you want to blitz the Dallas Cowboys, you better get home. No, he's a guy that, from what I've noticed, uh, just the few years I've covered them. He, he kind of keeps it, for the most part, the same. He's a big blitz guy, um, maybe when they shouldn't be because uh, the blitz obviously doesn't work too much. You're talking about a team that is that is not very good at stopping the run and then sending in uh, two two more guys maybe for a blitz also doesn't help you know the, uh, the pass coverage. So uh, he, he kind of keeps it the same for the most part. Um, I think that if he were to change it, it might – be a little better, uh, especially toward the um, the backfield, you know, the defensive backfield yeah. side with just the guys that we have in Tyron Matthew, allowing him to play a little bit more freely instead of sending him every time, which Tyron Matthew's great at getting to the quarterback, as we've seen throughout his career, but allowing him and Juan Thornhill to kind of roam the field would be great as well. That's my guy, Juan Thornhill, man. Moment of silence for him. Should be a cowboy. Uh, <laughs> let's, go, let's go back to the other side of the ball real quick. Travis Kelsey – Tyreek Hill, who's the most important weapon uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs? I think, you know, that's a <laughs> – I actually ask that a lot. It's a very tough question because, as you know, uh, and, and the Cowboys are kind of the same, either one of these guys can have their week uh, and, and just explode for an enormous amount of offense just whenever. And if one doesn't have it, the, most likely the other one does, you know. And so uh, Travis Kelsey, I think, is a guy that is – um, unguardable in a sense that he's but he's not the fastest and he's not the strongest, but his route running is just so good and he has such good hands that 
uh, it's kind of hard to match up with him. And then Tyreek Hill, as we all know, he has the, the lightning speed and uh, the jumping ability, obviously, that just the athleticism is there. Yeah. If you ask me, I'd say from what the Chiefs offense uh, is used to, I'd say Tyreek Hill because they're known for the big plays down the field. You know, This year, though, I'd say it's, it's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. This team needs to start taking you know, the, the short passes, the check downs. Uh, they need to do that more, the simple stuff. They might not want to, but I think that's what they need to do, and I think that starts with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think the most important weapon, and I said this the other day, the most explosive weapon, the most dangerous weapon to me is Tyreek. But the most important weapon is Travis Kelsey, especially this season, right. because I feel like from what I've seen, a lot of teams are playing you guys too high. They're not allowing that, that single coverage to let you guys go deep. And even when they do single up, they'll, they'll put a guy over um, the, a safety over top of uh, Tyreek Hill and, and make you beat them in the middle of the field. And that's where Travis Kelsey can just eat you up with the yak and, and getting open and things like that. Uh, final question, right, brother. Exactly. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just agreeing with you. Go ahead. Final question. The offensive line is not a bad offensive line to me. Earlier they had to jail, but I think, you know, Creed Humphrey is, is forming into one of the best young centers in the league. Orlando Brown is Orlando Brown. Joe Thune has been a good guard his whole career. Um, but that right side, that right tackle, I noticed uh, one of the cats are out, and then Mike Remmers is on injured reserve. Andrew Wiley, man, is he going to be a problem for y'all this week? Because I've seen him, Max Crosby, just get after him constantly, play after play against the Raiders, or with the Raiders. Yeah. You know, that is something that I was worried about. Uh, Andrew Wiley, uh, it's kind of a love-hate relationship with, with Chiefs fans with him because uh, he's had great games uh, blocking great defenders but like you said last week uh he did not play good at all so uh like you said the the left side um is great for the most part creed humphreys is i think pff has him graded as the fourth highest offensive lineman in football and he's a rookie so might be the best center in the league right right and so i think that they're good there but like you said the right side uh definitely has some issues um luckily that's not pat's blind side so uh they should be good there but I mean, who who's uh, who is starting for the Cowboys at uh, left defensive end? It'll probably be a combination of Basham and, and Armstrong switching sides, but you'll likely get Micah Parsons on third downs against him. Right. So the Parsons, uh, man, his speed is crazy. Uh, his Parsons is going to get that boy up. trouble. I'm just telling you that right now, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So I, I'm definitely worried. Um but, I mean, it's, just, it's been the same thing all year. So, uh, if they can adjust and figure out uh, how quick Pat needs to get rid of the ball, when Dallas is sending the blitz, when they're sending Parsons, I think they'll be fine. But uh, if it starts out ugly, then it's probably going to end ugly because that's how this Chiefs team's been all year. All right, what you got for the game, man? Prediction, give us it. I'm going to say – I'm going to go out on a limb and say – so, usually, you know, when, these, when we see uh, matchups like this with two high-powered offenses, we expect it to be, you know – in 40s, 50s, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think both these teams' defenses are trending in the right direction. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, maybe 27-24. I got Dallas just because, uh, hmm. you know, Kansas City, they have the offense, but the past, they've won three in a row. But the past three teams that they've played are, are not quite to the level as Dallas. Dallas might be the best team in the NFC. So uh, I got Dallas 27-24 over the Chiefs. But I wouldn't be upset if the Chiefs won. Of course not, right? <laughs> 
Listen, I don't know how to take this Cowboys love right now. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I need people doubting the Cowboys, man. Doubt the Cowboys. <laughs> hey, uh, appreciate you, Justin, for joining us. Let them know where they can find your articles and things like that, because I'm pretty sure you've been writing about this matchup this week. Oh yeah, I'll have I'll have one coming out later today about uh, three things the Chiefs can do uh, to win this this matchup. Um, have some stuff coming out later on in the week, but A to Z Kansas City, just like A to Z Dallas, but A to Z Kansas City. If you go to the A to Z Sports uh, website, I'm pretty sure we have a drop down that has you know the Nashville site, the Dallas yeah. site, and the, Cap- the City site. So just click on Kansas City, and you can find some of my stuff. You can see what I think about the Dallas Cowboys, uh, or you can go to my Twitter at Justin L Church. All right, man. Hey, appreciate you, Justin. Make sure I check him out. Yeah, y'all take care. Thanks, brother. That was Justin Churchill from A to Z Sports Dallas. I'm sorry, A to Z Sports Kansas City. Make sure I check him out. Uh, real quick. Looks like oh, his comments is being deleted. Y'all don't got to delete his comments, uh, Stevie Mac, unless he's saying something crazy in there. I don't know. I haven't been seeing him. Listen, me and Ohid fuss. This is the first time I had to mute him because he just kept talking over me. Not Ohid, man. I just keep talking. I don't, I don't want to be this guy. But God dang it, this is my show. Okay? So, you know what I mean? If I say, wait a minute, let me finish. Let me finish. Because, God dang it, this is my show. <laughs> Somebody said, well, why'd you mute him? Because he kept talking over me while I was trying to get my point out. But that's my guy, though. So if he's not saying nothing... <laughs> y'all funny. If he's not saying nothing in the chat... That is inappropriate. Don't do not do that to him, man. Don't do that to him. I like what he calls him. I know we're going to fuss. You know? I, I, and the thing is, some of the things he was saying is not a problem. You know the old saying. It ain't what you say. It's how you say it. Right? Don't come in here looking for the smoke. And then when I give you the smoke. Eh? All right. Let's get to 510. 510, what it is, what it do. Kyle Walker, what's up, my man? It's been a while. It's a Bay Area, man. I haven't called in a while. Bay. It was my last time I called in was uh, Minnesota. It was my birthday the day of the game, so it's been a blur. You know, everyone was serving me shots. We was over there, David <laughs> Buster's watching the Halloween game, and uh, it's been a while. But you called it last week, man. You said they was gonna put a forty burger on the birds, and they did it, man. You, I, right. I wasn't sure, but hey, you called it. Uh, they did it in the first. Guys called they did it, it first first half. Like oh my god, crazy. dude! You know what? You know, you know, kind of, you know, you help me get a little superstitious. Some of the sports sports fanatics gear, right? I didn't get dressed up for the for the Broncos game, man. I was still in my drawers watching the game, but all season I I got dressed up. You know, even if I didn't go nowhere in my living room, got my my Cowboys gear. But the day I didn't dress up, man, we got bounced on, man. Gotta dress so, up this week. Atlanta game, Atlanta game. I got dressed up by halftime. Game was over. I went to church, man. It was, it was that early in the morning because it's early over here on, on the in the Bay Area. Bay so area, yeah. it was like, you know, eleven o'clock by the time it was already thirty six to whatever it was thirty six to three. So, um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out, man, to your show. I mean, I love your show, man. Uh, this is Bro G thirty one. I want to give a shout out to All Head, man. You guys, man, he let you guys let the uh, empty the clip this morning. Got <laughs> the juices flowing, man. We did, we did uh, but he was cut. We did, don't we? He was cutting you off, man. So I understand where you're coming from. Um, I mean, I understand what both of you guys are, were, were trying to say, but I, li- I like the move the coaches making so far. You know, this year the coaches haven't let us down. They've been making all the right moves, man. So hey, whatever they do, I'm with it. Unlike other years, man, where they, you know 
They put a couple other people in. They don't put players in that's supposed to be in. They're kind of like head scratchers. Hey, this this is a different year when it comes down to the coaching staff. I haven't seen this good coaching since, I ain't going to lie, since Jimmy Johnson, man. He made all the right moves, all the right chess moves. I want to, you know, give a shout-out to all the callers that come in. That's, you know, that's what makes this show, man, the callers that call in, like Old Head, Tony from Tampa. Yeah. I think your, your, your preacher man, Marcus, is, it, is, yeah. he, is he the preacher man? Mar- Marcus calls him uh, great calls. Was, yeah. Yeah, That's Marcus made, said, said a comment that was that, that stuck to me, man. He said, uh, man, what was it? Um, excellence is not a habit. It's Remember what he said? Remember he was like, I think it was, some, that? it was something along the lines of, and then somebody can maybe say it here, excellence is like not an accident, it's a habit or something like that. Um, and I could be wrong, but, but you know, they, they could talk about it. But, yeah, man, I, I, I firmly believe this is the, the best uh, interactive morning show that, that there is out there in regards to the Dallas Cowboys. I truly stand on that, and it's because of y'all, the way y'all interact and, and, and how I interact with you guys. So I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you shouting out the, the, the uh, day ones, too. Yeah, man. Uh, Marcus, the lunatic, Poochie, Beatty, Cowboys, uh, my, my Spanish guy, and this old line ship, I like it. Like I said, you know, hey, kind of, you know, like what's his name had a target. Uh, Connor Williams has a target. It's not his, his really play, but yeah, like 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 you said, uh, I heard you said the, uh, the, I think it was two days ago about uh, you referred him to like to like um, Draymond Green of the Warriors. You know, I'm from the Bay Area, so I see the Warriors play every 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 day, and he does have it. You know, he could just say. Just give a look to the give a look to the uh, referee, and boom, they team him up. He only got to say nothing. Yeah. So uh, it's getting get to that point, man. Yeah. We can't have those penalties in crucial situations, man. I'm 100 percent uh, with you, man. And, and I've been the one riding for Connor, saying, "Yo, he's not playing bad, y'all." But it gets to a point where I can't excuse the, the penalties now, whether they're valid or not. They're getting called. Something got to happen. So hopefully, one or two things happen. Connor McGovern comes in and he's an upgrade. If he's not an upgrade. Hopefully it lights a fire under Connor Williams, and when he put him back in the game, you know he's uh, he's more consistent in regards to not getting penalties. Yeah, you're right, man. Absolutely right. Almost everything you say, <laughs> I'm, I'm with it, man. Because we're Scorpios, man. Scorpios think alike. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, bro. Listen, bro, from the Bay Area. Let me get to the rest of the calls, though, man. I yes, appreciate sir. the love, man. One Keep love. calling through. All right. Right on, my brother. Right on. Late. All right. Y'all, y'all, man. Y'all the best, man. Y'all the best. I saw a comment in here I wanted to touch on. I should have wrote it down. Hmm. I'll find it. And I'll get back to it, y'all. Uh, let's get to 469. You've been holding. 469, what it is, what it do. What's up, Sky? This is uh this is the pre-med student from last week. My oh, name. this is my this is my uh calf guy, right? Uh-huh. But hey. Hey, you remember what I was talking about about these timelines, these injuries? That yeah, was a mailbag. Pre med, can I put you in? Can I put you in here as pre med? Oh uh, sure. I'm put you in as pre med. Pre med, listen. Can you talk to me, man? What's going on with these timelines? I'm I'm confused. Um, all right, because I was talking about it. I have I have a theory about what the Cowboys are doing, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've seen photos of DL doing these heel toe things. If your foot look, if your foot is broken, there. Or if it's like it's still trying to progress, you know, you're going to work out that foot. You're going to try to get the strength back into that foot. But he's doing the drills that he's doing and what he's coming out on Twitter and saying, like, coming back soon and stuff, I think he can come back. I think what the Cowboys are doing is since Randy got hurt and obviously uh, Gallimore hasn't came back yet, well, 
I think what the Cowboys are doing, and then Brodick was like, we're probably not going to see them until after the Saints game. They're probably all three of them probably going to come back at the same time. Look, it's look, gonna it's gonna be crazy. Do you think, I think all three? Of them, I don't mean to cut you off. My apologies. Do you think I'm, that they're doing this because the Cowboys are seven and two? Yeah, if the Cowboys weren't seven and two, then they they would have came back by now. Okay. These like these timelines would have been rushed a little bit more. Um, they they would have came back. I, I, I have full confidence in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's just concerning, uh, pre man. But what what else you got for us? Also. Connor Williams, man. Um, see, I'm from McKinney. You, you know, that's right next to Frisco. Oh, you're right around the corner from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I met, I met Connor Williams because we had a new coach that came to boys in 2016. Um, and I met Connor Williams because he played underneath that coach, right? Sure. I was just talking to my friend about it last night. Neither one of us liked him from then. I haven't liked Connor Williams since. <laughs> Because he came in talking about some motivation stuff and, yeah, and whatever. He just did not seem like a team player, bro. I, I'm just going to be completely honest. He just did not seem like a team player. And Connor McGovern, it's time for his, it's time for him. Like, it's time to see what he got. Like, yeah, this, whole Terrence Steel, this whole Terrence Steele starting first. Like, I would like to explore that idea if Connor McGovern fails. But it's time for him, like, he needs to be first priority <laughs> over time. Like that's all. That's, all. That, 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 that's that's it. That's that's it. That's it. What you just said. Let's see what McGovern exactly. got. If it fails, and y'all have heard me say this on on this show plenty of times. That's why I wish this happened kind of later in the season. I have no problem at all exploring next year when you got the off season to, to train appropriately. You got the off season to implement all these things. Having LC at left guard if you don't want to draft one. And, and Terrence at right tackle if, if that's what you want to do. I ain't got a problem with that. But right now, God dang it, <laughs> LC's your best right tackle. We don't we, – we, let's see what McGovern got. And if he got something, maybe you that's what you roll with next year and you got that, you know, that ace in a hole with Terrence Steele as your swing tackle because we know that uh, – or not like oh, that uh, Tyron Smith is going to go down. That just is what it is. Yeah, I mean, Terrence – Terrence Steele's always just meant to be a swing tackle, too. He was just a, a hell of a swing tackle. Yeah, I'll give him this, though, <laughs> pre-med. I, I think he's played his way into a starter. Like, like I don't know if it's going to be on this team at this moment, but I, I think if you start Terrence Steele, I don't think anyone should have a problem with that, uh, specifically on the right side. Left side, he's got one good game, one bad game, but but that, that second game kind of gave me more confidence. But we got a good situation, though. Yeah, yeah but – but anyway, that's all I wanted to say. I've been talking my mess around this campus. Uh, I go to Texas State, so I've been talking my mess around this campus. These Kansas Chiefs fans this week. <laughs> so yeah, we gonna we gonna pull out a good win. All right, man. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you next week. Thank you for everything, man. No, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Shout out to my guy Vach in the building. Hey, Vach, did you <laughs> see me fussing earlier, Vach? <laughs> hey, uh, Manny, where you at, Manny? Come to the front line. Let me tell y'all what Manny told me, man. Manny says, Sky, don't turn into Mickey Spagnola. Oh, man. Hey, that's about, listen, that's worse than anything that old head done said. You know what I mean? I ain't no goddamn on Mickey up in here now. Come on. Uh, 469. What it is, what it do? All these 469s. Hey, what's up, Sky? Good morning, man. What's up, brother? How are you? 
doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Hey, I just want to say, they keep on calling me, <laughs> texting me, paging me, asking me, are we still them boys? <laughs> Man, hey, Cowboy Nation, I just want to let y'all know, all these other AFC games, it don't matter. The We only have four games we really need to worry about. Four. We got to beat the Eagles. We got to beat the Giants. We and we got to beat the Redskins twice. That's eleven. That's eleven and six. Everything else is just uh, uh, icing on the cake. Everything else is just icing on the cake and and trying to get. It don't matter if we have to start with the wild card and go all the way through and smash everybody because we can do that. We have the possibility of doing that. Um, that that's really what I gotta say, man. And once again, I appreciate you, man. I've I've been going through a lot lately, and being able to watch you guys grow, man. It used to be a point where we would had to watch Dallas Cowboy Report with talking about Jason Whitten, and he wasn't even on the team. <laughs> uh, Jeff Heap coming back. Jeff Heap coming yeah, back. Dude, I don't do stuff like good, that. Good safety. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like, I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks, bro. So much, man. Like, that, uh, I don't even really watch TV no more. I just turn on my YouTube and turn you guys on, bro. I appreciate like, that. For real, man. Let me touch um, on, I'm can I touch on my, something you said, though? Go ahead. Talk to, to go get ahead. back to football. My bad. So, you, you don't really, you know, you don't really care if the Cowboys get the number one seed? I, it don't matter. Okay. It don't matter. I mean, Anybody, I love the we, confidence. We the Dallas Zoo. We the Dallas Zoo. We got lions. We got uh, gazelles. Uh, we got people galloping all over. The, you feel me? We got a yeah. bear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just in case we need a bear, we got a bear. So it, it, we got wolves. We got <laughs> just I, the Dallas Zoo. Let me, let me tell you this, though. It would be nice to only have yeah. to win two games to get to that to that to that bowl. You know what I mean? So you know, I hope they are playing for the number one seed. I feel you if they don't get it. The number two, number three, you got a team that you believe can go anywhere. I, I definitely want that number one, bro. <laughs> I, I understand. I feel you too. Because it, it's an easier road. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, play smart. Yeah, I get you. Hey man, but look, I appreciate the call and the love as always, good brother. Thank you. All right, man. You have you be blessed. You have a blessed weekend, and we steal them boys. <laughs> My man, I promise y'all, if they win this whole thing, invite this man to the parade. Invite that man to the parade. Shout out to my guy Mel Hayes in the building. More folks still coming through here. I appreciate you guys. Um, I believe my Marcus, one of the one of the callers, shouted you out. What's up, Marcus? What's going on, my dude? I'm good, good brother. Hey man, let me just I'm gonna just say some random things. First off, I'm not a minister. I'm just I got away with words. Uh my dad is actually a minister. He's a new minister. Uh I'm too much uh I'm I'm a little bit uh righteous and ratchet, so I, I can't Ooh. be a minister right now. You know, so I'm still about I'm about sixty forty now. I'm about sixty percent righteous, forty percent ratchet, you know what I mean? So you know, I appreciate the, the love, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, correct that quote because that's what I do. It's Aristotle, one of my favorite philosophers of all time. He said, he said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Hmm. I love it. 
I'm going to say that one more time. We are what we repeatedly do. So excellence then is not an act but a habit. That is Aristotle. That is not me. That is Aristotle. And I'm going to go ahead and just say this. I'm gonna, and I'm going to get you all because I'm out here hustling and bustling in the streets. You're probably going to hear my Google map going off real quick. But I just want to say this, a hey, Cowboy Nation, one game at a time. One game at a time. Uh, you ain't lying. There you go. Hey, appreciate there you, go. Appreciate so, you as one, always. Go ahead, Marcus. No, I'm just going to say, one game at a time, Cowboy Nation, they cannot match up with us. They, they cannot match up with us. That defense, uh-huh. I'm going to say two things, and, and it's funny that Koye said this yesterday, and I was literally exercising. Hold on a second. It's funny that Koye said it yesterday. They basically have four playmakers on defense, but they have zero scheme. No scheme. Which they play out of position quite a bit. And all we have to do, Kellen Moore, Dak, and company, all you got to do is take advantage. Because if we go up on them early, it's a wrap. If we go up 14 nothing, that game is over with. Please believe they are not built to come back from a deficit. Well, y'all bringing it. You throwing some shit. So, 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 Patty ain't Patty and them can't come back. Basically, he doesn't. If he, have you seen any games where he's basically come back from an offense that is basically on the level of his offense, if not better? This because year, I'm going no. to say better because we don't have the turnover problem like he does. He has a massive turnover problem, mm. and it is what it is. The numbers, the numbers are there. He is prone to turn the ball over. Oh, spicy! He has day. really bad. He has he has he has really bad mechanics for MVP caliber quarterback, and he doesn't make really good decisions, and he doesn't read the field very well. Ooh. So don't blitz him because the the statistics say he is the least blitz quarterback in the league for mm. a reason. Because mm. he can't read coverage. Yeah, he can't I, read coverage as well as he, as well as people think that he can. He cannot. That's what we talked about with Okoye, right? I said, and this is, and this is no offense. This is no offense to Patrick Mahomes. I was, I, was I was literally thinking about that, and I was like, man, he's really not that good. Oh. Like, I mean, I'm not going to sit and say him like he's trash. But I'm oh, talking oh, about oh. Hey, Marcus. No, no, no. I got to no, say this, guy. I got to say this, guy. If you had Pat Mahomes right now on the Texans, does he elevate that team? I, I think so. Oh, man, yes, right? I mean, I'm going to say on yes. the Raiders, If you put him on the Raiders right now, does he elevate that team? I, I, I mean, I'm going to say yes. On, you, you put him on the Ravens, does he elevate that team? I'm just naming off teams that are basically competing for playoff spots. He is built for Kansas City. He can't do what he's doing oh, anywhere else. So spicy. And that's all I got to say about that again. You know, God has his hands all over you, bro. Keep pushing. Keep thriving. Because I want all the smoke this weekend. I was ready. No, you do. I wasn't going to call you until next Monday. I wasn't going to call you until next Yo. Monday after the game. But oh, I want the great. smoke right now because I'm sick and tired of these three and these four-letter networks crapping on my boys. I'm tired of it. Mm. I'm tired of it. Let's get it. We coming. Hey, what I say? Pat, I need you to come outside. Come outside real quick, Pat. Hey, Pat, where's my money? <laughs> what? Hey, Pat, what win? What, what? What bike? The Beast Cruiser, the one I let you use, the one I've been asking you about. Oh, that bike. I didn't know you wanted it back, homie. It's right over here. 
You want some pop? All the smoke. No. <laughs> man, I want you to put that gun down, son, and get knocked out like your father used to. Pat. Hey, Pat, I want it. I want all the smoke. Because when they when they get throttled, when they get choked out, when they get choked out, I just want to see what everybody has to say. Yeah. When, they get, when we choke them out, I want to hear what everybody got to say. Let me tell you normally, something. Normally, I'm real reserved and I'm cool. But I want to smoke this. It's, it's, a, it's, I'm a, it's a different field, Mark. It's a heavyweight fight. I promise you. If we go out there and we Bruh, may handle these boys like this, I got a, I got a warm, I got a warm fuzzy feeling right now. Like I didn't had my three, four shots of brown. Listen, I li- feel good. Listen, Marcus. If if, if we go Bruh, out there and do this, I'm I, going I, to, I'm going to cut up that part. What you said about Patty, and I, and I promise you, I'm giving you flowers. Bro. Hey man, shout out to the caller for giving me that love, man. Yeah. I, it's nice to be noticed. You know what I'm saying, but. Again, man, Cowboy Nation, you know, I, I know I just bloviated a lot. You know, I, I got my chest out, but at the same time, man, the message still don't change, man. It's one game at a time, bro. Yeah. One game at a time. Let's continue to choke folks out and make statements every single week. We zero and zero, let's go from one and oh. All right, man. Hey, man, you have a great weekend, bro. Stay blessed. Like I said, God got his hands all over you, bro. You just keep doing what you're doing, bro. Hey, as always, man, I appreciate your words. All right, man. Have a good weekend. That was a lot. That was a lot that got me pumped up. That reminded me of the roundtable, honestly, man. We was pumping ourselves up for this game. But, boy, I'm not even going to dive all the way into the Patty stuff because I want to see. I kind of agree a little bit of what he's saying in the sense of the mechanics and things like that. You know, he's a little wild. He he, he shoots from the hip. Uh, But, boy, boy, he said, whoo, Marcus got He's spicy, man. He's spicy. Listen. We're going to get to my guys North and Reek in a second, but I want to start the the first part of the mailbag segment. So uh, do me a quick, quick favor and uh, make sure as we get ready to do that, y'all hit that like button. It's been a spicy show today, man. It's been a spicy show. Subscribe if you haven't and share this thing with your friend, family, and foe. Woo! Spicy, man. Y'all spicy today. I like it. All right, listen, first up is our guy. He's always jumping in the chat and the phone lines. James Runnels over on Twitter. He says, who is your dark horse player for this week? Cowboys Nation. Uh, last week, it was J. Lou. Who shows up this week? And remember, we all can jump in on this uh, mailbag. For me, my dark horse player is one Osa Odigizua. Osa Odigizua. Uh, after a, he had a hot start, man. He's been very, very quiet in the last month of the season. And we know how important that interior pressure is to get at Patrick Mahomes. So I think two rookies, Osa versus Creed Humphrey, is going to be a nice, fun matchup to watch this week and an important matchup because if you can get to, and I think that's what Tennessee did. They got a lot of interior pressure on Pat. If you can get pressure on any quarterback up the middle, it helps, but a guy like this is even more key because he can make, you know, off-center throws. He can make crazy throws from all different kinds of angles. And ain't too many angles you, you know, you can throw at when there's a guy directly in your face coming up the middle, getting beat off the snap in 1.52 seconds. So my dark horse player this week is Osa Digizua. Um, let's see what y'all got here. Scott says KZ. Buck says Basham. CD, I wouldn't call CD Dark Horse, though, right? 
Uh, Donovan Wilson, that's a good one too, Brandon. See, I, talk, I talked up Donovan Wilson all week, be it in the chats uh, with some people, um, DMs, be it, you know, on the show. We did at the roundtable. I think that that's a good one, Donovan Wilson. Uh, who got here? Gallup, Basham, a lot of Basham. Jaron Curse, Schultz, that's a good one too, oh, hey. I didn't even think about offensively. He said, Jay Lou, I'm thinking defense. Offensively, Schultz could definitely, definitely be a dark horse. Because, you know, thanks to Professor O, we found out that the Chiefs uh, tight ends are the tight ends against the Chiefs. They're 32nd in the league in uh, yards per target. So, Schultz is a good one, too. Who else we got in here? Oh, y'all got some good ones. LVE. We got, we're going to talk about LVE later. Y'all probably saw the question. Malik Hooker says Jackie Flash, J-Rock, a.k.a. J-Ron Curse, A-B. Armstrong, I'm surprised Armstrong just popped in here because Armstrong had a great game last week. He's another one um, that that you want to get some pressure on Patty. Uh, Oscar, I'll, t- I'll talk to my young buck. I got you. All right, man, let's get to my guy, Reek. What's up, Reek? Yo, yo, what up? What up? What up, Sky? What up, Cowboy Nation? What are we doing out here, man? Let's get them likes and them shares up in that chat. Yes, sir. You hey, it's been, it's been a fire show today, man. What you got for us? Uh, What I got for you is, man, who my dark horse is? Mm-hmm. The whole defense. Mm-hmm. The whole defense is my dark horse. They, they got to step it up. Everybody got to be physical, man. Yeah. Set it in yeah. the round table. Everybody needs to be physical on both sides of the ball and special teams. And cut down on these penalties, and get the ball in your playmakers' hands real early because this is a playmaker type of game. Sure. I don't care if you get the ball the Pollard first or the CD first, but either one of them dudes got to touch the ball first and often, many times, because we got to push the ball up and down the field. I want to quiet that KC crowd. I want to take the air out of the building. I want to not. I want to not uh, pat Mahomes around. You know what I mean? And my whole thing is like this too. We, we can't. I know. I know we we homers. We can't disrespect Pat Mahomes. <laughs> the dude is a former MVP. Uh, and the dude went to the Super Bowl two times straight. He, he might have lost the Super Bowl last year, but we know why he lost the Super Bowl. Uh, hey, Reed. We can't sleep on that dude, huh? Hey, you know I ain't sleeping on no Patty, but I'm a, I'm gonna excuse Marcus because this this is one of the, I, you know what I think that was you know how when there's a heavyweight fight where's any fight you know, boxing they they go up and they you know they talk to each other at the presser or what have you the weigh in and all that mm-hmm. stuff I think that's what that was right like I don't care who's on mm-hmm. the other side of me I'm gonna talk my talk right at the end of the day once you get in that ring though you you definitely respect your opponent because if you don't respect your mm-hmm. opponent you can get knocked out. So I just think Marcus is feeling good this week. It's a heavyweight fight. You know what I'm saying? Got to talk yourself. Oh, no. You know, oh, yeah. You know? Talk your, talk your stuff. Yeah, talk yeah. your stuff. Man, my, whole thing is, my, whole life, my whole thing is like this. Let's not underestimate our opponent. Right. This, this, right. He's a bad man when he gets started. The whole point, of, whole point of my conversation is don't let him get started. Mm. Let's hit mm. him, drop him on his head, make him scared. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the dude's a fighter, and I got to give him his props. But you know what? This is Dak Prescott's game. Dak play his game. This team play their game. Now we are, man, we gonna steamroll. I ain't scared of nobody in the NFL. I think, I think if we playing on our A game, all cylinders, and we not coming out here bland, and we playing physical, and we letting these dudes know this is our game. Y'all, y'all can't have this game. We need that. 
you, you, this is you know what I mean? We, we should, and I said this early in the season, no way in hell you should be scared of nobody. But on the flip side, I think teams are now looking at Dallas, or fans at least, I ain't going to talk about the players, but the fans are at least looking at Dallas like, damn, <laughs> we got to play the Cowboys. And that's really what, what, should, what we should be thinking about uh, week to week, is that teams mm-hmm. now have to play us and look at us as this mm-hmm. is a problem. As, a, as opposed to last year was, ooh, I can't wait to play Dallas. Andy Dalton, Ben mm-hmm. DiNucci, Mike Nolan. It's a whole different ballgame this year, bro. Yeah, man. I, I just want to not, you know what I'm saying, my whole thing is like this, man. I just want to knock these dudes out, man, and then, you know, let's get ready for this short week because we got some, we got another opponent coming up. You know what I mean? But sure. let's handle these dudes first. That's what I want to manhandle. I just want to be physical and fast. What my man, what my man said, Run, hit, and talk. You already know. All right, Cowboy Nation, that's my time. And I'm going to holler at y'all, man. Peace. Peace. Hey, JC, you wasn't here earlier. I don't think you was here earlier. I said I hate to be that guy. This is my goddamn show. So (laughs) when I say, hold up, hold up, let me combat. See, you must don't know our relationship, though, JC. So I'm going to let that go. Um. Let's get back to the mailbag, man. Question number two from Zach Hodges. Uh, man, he's been a fan from day one on all platforms. He says, if you were Kellen Moore, would you rather use the run game as your main source of offense <clears throat> of offense to control the time of possession or just try to run up the score by any means necessary? Uh, Zach, I'm not sure if you're, if you're specifying this week exactly or just in general. But what I want to do is I want you guys to go check out this article over at the Ringer, man. Great article that was dropped yesterday by the Ringer. My apologies, I don't have the the author or the, the writer's name. Um, but he essentially talked about Kellen's non-system system that dates back to Boise State. Great, man, just a really great article. Breaks down a whole lot. Here's a quote from the article. Uh, it says, Boise State wasn't so interested in imposing its will on a defense. Instead, Peterson's team wanted to present looks that forced the defense to make a choice how to adjust to a certain motion or where to deploy extra bodies against the formation, which would inevitably leave the defense vulnerable somewhere on the field. In other words, the Broncos were letting opposing teams pick their poison. That should sound familiar because we talk about how do you want it type of offense. And all year, Kellen Moore hasn't been trying to impose his will on you. He's saying, okay, is this how you want to play us? Cool. Um, there's times he has when you know, clock is, you got to run clock and things like that. Or if you play back, yeah, I'm just going to run down your throat type thing. So I would say don't switch anything up. Continue to play that numbers game. Continue to deploy uh, different type of formations and put bodies here and bodies there to to get a read on what the defense is, what they want to do, how they want to play you. And then you just go to where the vulnerability is in the defense. So um, I don't know that there's there's one way. That article is great, man. It talks about there not being one way. And if you read further, this is also there. Their concept and their usage and success rank. They're 11th in no huddle, but they're first in success. 13th in motion, but they're third in success. 21st in play action, but second in success. 13th in RPO, but second in success. To me, what that says is we don't have to do one of these things all the time to be great at it. But when we do them, God dang it, we good. So to answer your question, I would say neither. I would say continue to just deploy what you're doing. 
and let the game come to Dak and Kellen. They're on the same page. You'd love to see it. North of the Star. What you got for us, good How's brother? How's it going, Sky? How's it going? I agree. I would just keep it the way it's going. That's why uh, Dak is so good. He's playing so good right now. So you keep it in his hands. You give him a run-pass option. He gets the line, and he gets to determine what what's going. And hopefully this line change, the running game and the pass game will be working. I'm not sure why people are really questioning it. For me, this is the coaching staff has earned this uh, ability to see if this line can get better. So right now they're taking this four game in 22 days stretch to kind of see. And if anything, you can go back to Connor Williams. But for every other team, Connor Williams is the mouse in the house, like we like to say. So they're trying to make sure there's no mouse in this house. Yes, that's a great point. Um, and and really, Connor's been the, he's been the mouse in the house in regards to penalties. And you know what? If I'm a player, I'm just sitting there thinking as we talk in North. If I'm a player, y'all tell me if this is this is odd thinking. But if I'm a player, just like in basketball, I always use this analogy. I'm going to try to agitate my opponent if I know he's that type of guy. They send goons. That's what they call them. They send goons in there to, to commit fouls and things like that. If I know Connor Williams has a target on his back, North, why would I not start doing things to get noticed, right? Why would I not throw my hands up? And, and you know, sometimes in the NFL, they throw their hands up, they look, they throw the flag. Throw my hands up or you you fall or you do something stupid around Connor Williams, referee going to throw the flag. Right, so it's not just now the referees that's probably targeting you. It's likely going to be the coaching staff too. Yeah, and and this coaching staff, I know, like I said, players, uh, fans, they like to take it one game at a time. They have to be looking forward a little bit. And when you look forward at the best teams, and you look in the NFC, and even this week with Chandler Jones, there's those players. They're in Donald. We're gonna have to figure out a way to stop them because these are the guys that can wreck the game. And if, if Williams is gonna get a holding call. You know, it's all good when we're putting up 40 points, we're winning by a couple scores. But if in a close game, you can't have it, you know? Yeah. I like the timing, man. Guys, I really do like the timing of this. Uh, we talked about it at the top of the show. Uh, you got eight games. I mean, 17 games now. Where are we at here? 79. So you got about eight games left, and you have plenty of time to see if this works. If it doesn't work, now you have some time to adjust and adapt, and not just another hat tip to the uh, coaching staff. And again, I got to use the word allegedly because I don't think unless there's a press conference that happened just now, I'm not watching the news. I know how we are in the morning. I don't see anything official from the, the team yet, but all reports, all indications, sources inside the uh, the star state that Connor McGovern is going to be the left guard. Uh, so we'll, we'll follow that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Cause even, even some of the, the fullback stuff, I was wondering if even that eventually in the play, if that's a way to chip, those three techniques that are coming up field. I was wondering if yeah, we would end up passing out of it and they you have. have that almost as a security blanket. Yeah. Yeah. They passed out of it. And then, a few uh, yeah, my, uh, absolute dark horse. I'm going to try to throw it on defense. I'm going to say Malik hooker. If, if we're moving curse down into that linebacker role more this week and Hooker's going to play the too high. If, if Dan Quinn's going to go with like everyone else and try and play this too high. So, you know, hookers hasn't had an interception in a while. Eyes on Mahomes watching. Hopefully he comes down with one. Yeah, I like I like that. It's been a while. They haven't played Malik back too much this year. He's played around the line of scrimmage and in, 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 um, in man against some of the tight ends. And I was completely wrong on Hooker. I thought Hooker was going to be the roof guy. I thought he was going to compete with KZ. Uh, but he's been in the box more often than not. But, you know, Hooker's another good one because if he does play around that line of scrimmage, they do match him up against uh, Kelsey. Can he get an interception? Or just contain him at the very least? Yeah. 
Well, the thing is, like, Coker had that ability to play single high, and Casey has it. So you think if you're playing him at split safety, they should have pretty good range and uh, inside uh, beats on the ball, I guess, to go get it. This could be that, that week to go what I consider big dime. It's your, your four or or big nickel, you want to call it that, too. There's d- different variations. And you can go big dime if you intend on putting Micah Parsons at the LOS on the edge on third downs, and you put Curse in the middle of the field, and then on the other side you got uh, Donovan Wilson, then in the back end you got your two safeties and Hooker and Curse. Or you go big nickel, bring Curse down, and you got Hooker and KZ uh, floating at the top. So I think this might be a good week to do it because they don't they don't run the ball to try to run at you. They run the ball just to, to keep you honest. Yeah, and I don't know if this is crazy. Like, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is usually a quarterback who's spy, but I would almost want Micah Parsons spying, and the minute that Pat Mahomes breaks the pocket, it's like attack. Because once he goes one way or the other, he's going to stay to that side of the field. So I don't know if that's weird, or, but I think that's how I'd want to play Parsons against him, like spy and then just attack Mahomes once he goes right or left. I don't think it's weird. I think we either had a caller or, or a comment or somebody said it the other day, and right off the bat I'm like, ah, Patrick Mahomes is not really a – you know, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, he's not really trying to run all crazy. But then, what did Patrick Mahomes say yesterday? Yeah, I haven't been scrambling that much. And he starts talking about, I'm going to get back to doing that and things like that. I don't know if this is gamesmanship or not. So now it's like, ah, okay. So if this is going to be the week he decides to take off, you might have to, you know, at certain spots, spy Micah Parsons on him. Even though I want Micah coming to get him, man. But, but that, that's just not what you have to do. Yeah, and Pat Mahomes has sometimes those images that kind of go, not viral, many viral, where it's like the pocket's good and he just breaks it. You know, it's just one of the – he's just uneasy back there right now. But uh, I, I I like Cowboys' chances this week, but it is Pat Mahomes in the end. I know that guy was kind of putting him down, but <laughs> he can do amazing things. And it might just be at the end of the day this throw that there was no defense for ends up beating you. But yeah. I think Cowboys are going to go out and make a statement this week. I'm with you, man. I might get my another, – Another statement. Another well, I think this one is the state. You know, we talked about all year, right? North checkmark game, checkmark game, checkmark game. I think this is a statement game. I, I don't care if people try to downplay what the Chiefs are doing. Um, they're not what the Chiefs were two, three years ago, whatever. But they're on the three-game winning streak, put up forty-one a week before, and you're going in the Arrowhead. God dang it, this is a statement game. Playing against Patrick Mahomes, statement game, bro. Appreciate you, North. Yeah, and I was th- yeah one more yeah, quick, quick. one quick thing as I go on, just uh. I, one thing I was liking about the schedule, I was thinking about it. You opened up against Tampa, good test right off the start. Mm-hmm. Now, midway point, you're going to get another good test. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if Arizona gets Arizona. back to form. But at the end of the year, you're going to have another good test about yeah. to go in the playoffs. So I think that's perfect. It is. I, I, man, this is just lining up. I just love the way things are kind of coming together for this team. You, you, the, the schedule is not a soft schedule by any means. And you're getting these these good testing points in the middle, beginning, middle, end of the season. The injuries, while we hate to see them, they haven't been severe, so you're getting some guys back towards the end. It's just it's lining up, just small little things that usually at the end of a special season, you look at all these things, you say, dang, man, this just really was that year. So just just, just keep it going. All right, have a, good, have a good Friday, Sky. Enjoy the weekend, Cowboys Nation. Enjoy the game. Settle in and enjoy the ride. Appreciate you, brother. Have a good weekend, man. Woo! Fire show today, man. Fire show. We got some more uh, mailbag questions we'll get to. We'll keep the lines open while the mailbag is going. 351-999-3787. Uh, let me get back into the chat to give y'all some uh, some love over here. Uh, Stephen White says, a huge primetime road game. 
the Zeitgeist game. You know, I know Zeitgeist, the, the conspiracy documentary, but I don't I don't know. Can you explain what the Zeitgeist game means, Stephen White? I find that interesting. I do want to. <laughs> oh, he said, I agitate him. Flo asked about uh, Bohanna. Bohanna was a healthy scratch last week. I, I highly doubt they use him this week because of the, the nature of this team. If this was, I'm trying to think of a run team, Tennessee, right? I'm pretty sure you want the big boy up in there. But in this game, you probably want more twitchier, faster, pass rush type of guys up front. Uh, as opposed to your your big body dudes like Bohanna, so he was a healthy scratch last week. I'm I'm guessing he'll be a healthy scratch this week unless something happens um, today. All right, hold tight, the lunatic. I definitely got you, but I want to get to uh, the next question on the mailbag. It's from Joey over on Facebook. He says, "My question is why do, why don't Dan Quinn's defense blitz more? We would be unstoppable." Well, my answer to that, Mr. Joey on Facebook, is he does. Um, Heading into November, the Cowboys were top 10 in blitz rate. And on third downs, they send a blitz 43% of the dropbacks, again, heading into November. And trust and believe me, Cowboys Nation, I don't got to tell you guys, you probably notice it, but that is a drastic improvement from the last two years under Rod Marinelli, who was notoriously doesn't blitz. And Mike Nolan, who I don't know what the heck that was last year. We don't know what he was doing. Um, So, Mr. Joey, he is. He is blitzing more, and I think he's blitzing effectively. Um, He's also running a lot of stunts with the blitzes as well. So, listen, man, Dan Quinn has, he has turned, he's adapted. I'll say that. He's adapted, he's adjusted, and I think he's a better defensive coordinator today than he was in 2014. I'll stand on that. I'll stand on that. The Lunatic. What's up, man? Sky, Cowboys Nation. Buenos dias. Getting ready for a Kansas City weekend. I I just don't understand it. Uh, They've seen the Kansas City defense, right? They've seen our offense. Yes, it's in Kansas City, but we've seen an offense play at Kansas City week five, like our offense in Buffalo. And look what happened. We're going to win the coin flip. Don't be surprised. We're going to take the ball again. Mike McCarthy's going to say, that's right. Your defense can't stop us, and we're going to score first. We're going to put pressure on that defense. I don't care how much Spag blitz us. Mahomes is good against the blitz. Guess who's right up there with him this year? Dak, uh, uh, as far as completion percentage. Yeah. He's way better than Mahomes so against the blitz this year, brother. Exactly. That's why, yes, it's that 10-year Jason Garrett thing. Oh, yeah, we can't underestimate it. NFL, good teams beat deficient teams. Kansas City is deficient on one side of the ball. That's their defense. What's our strength? Our offense. So here's, again, wonderful thing about you said about Connor Williams. I go back to Jalen Smith. Everybody on the team knew that was Jerry's man. That was a business he went into with Jalen Smith. They cut him. A message. Then they go to Seawill. Mike McCarthy loves, he says it every week. Analytics tell you, you play the same five guys, you're going to win a lot of games. Then they go to Seawill, who's played, I believe, if not the most games in the last two and a half years, mm. in our O-line because of injuries. Yep. They go to him and says, 
We've got a def- deficiency. We're going to demote you. That's another message. That is just a message this team needs saying, we're not going for NFC East champs. We're right. going for one of the top two seeds so that we can make a deep playoff run. That's a great message to send after a 40-point win. Where, as you told me last week, there isn't much we can complain about the win. There was one. And this coaching staff is addressing it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Don't underestimate our offense. And as you said, statement win every single week. Dallas 38, Kansas City 24. Because they cannot stop our run, and we're going to kill them on the pass. Thank you, Sky. Cowboys Nation. Oh, yeah. Tell the mayors. Puro pinche Cowboys. That's how you say it. <laughs> Appreciate you, my guy. <laughs> Appreciate you. Lunatic always come with the fire, man. Yeah, he mentioned the blitz stuff, and I meant to talk about that yesterday. With We briefly kind of went over it, but Spags, I don't think, is going to change. Uh, Justin talked about it, A to Z sports writer for Kansas City. I don't think he's going to change. I think he's going to send the heat. He's going to send the house. And Dak has been the best quarterback against the blitz this year. Uh, he's number one if you like PFF ratings in the ratings department, but if you screw the ratings department, just go look at the numbers. He's the only t- the only quarterback in the NFL uh, with double-digit touchdowns against the Blitz, and he has 15 of them. So not only is he burning you um, by completing first downs or just completing the passes, he's burning you for tutties. Think about this for a second. He has 20 touchdowns. 15 are against the Blitz. I, I mean, I don't know. That, that's not necessarily a disrespectful thing to keep blitzing him just because Pat's not getting blitzed. But at some point, you got to try something different, right? And teams have. Teams said, screw that. Y'all not, you're not beating me, you know, the uh, the Chargers. We're going to play back. You're not beating me deep, and then we run on you. So it's just one of those pick your poison, how do you want it type of offenses, and I just love to see it. Yeah, there was some static there, Mark. We got through it, though. We got through it. All right, let's get back to the mailbag here. Fourth question comes from, oh, I think it was Magneto. I'm sorry, I meant to put your name up there, Magneto. Magneto over on Twitter. He says, what the hell happened to LVE? And why will Micah's career trajectory be different? LVE was an all-pro his rookie year and is average at best even now when healthy. Well, Magneto, I think LVE's injuries, number one, caught up to him. That, that That's for sure. I don't think he got quicker as he got older here. Maybe the injuries made him a little bit slower. And then this year, he just doesn't fit this scheme, in my opinion. I'm not saying LVE is a you know, bad player, terrible player, things like that. I you know This isn't new news here to me. Y'all know, I've been saying I didn't think Jalen or LVE fit this with Dan Quinn once. So, And then your back part of the question was, why will Micah's career trajectory be, trajectory be different? Well, that's a different beast. He was a different beast coming out of college. He was a different beast in college. He He's just, he has all world talent. I don't think anyone could say that about LVE coming in. Um, he was a sound rookie. LVE's, or Mike is a freak. Somebody in the chat said, hey, Sky, do you compare him to LeVar Arrington. I mean, that's a good comparison. And and George Edwards coached LeVar Arrington in Washington, and he made that same comparison. 
He said, we, we're doing some similar things with Micah as we did with LeVar. First two downs, we have him playing that linebacker. Third down, we rushed him because he was great at doing that. Uh, so I think the trajectory, why it's going to be different, because LV or Micah is different. Micah was an elite talent coming in. I don't know that LV ever was an elite talent coming in. There was something in here I wanted to get at. Somebody explain ratchet from Marcus. I missed that terminology. <laughs> this is why I love, absolutely love y'all Cowboys Nation. The diversity. The diversity that we have on this show and in this, in this community is apparent. He said, I'm righteous and ratchet. And I love that. Absolutely love that. <clears throat> righteous and ratchet. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail. Oh, hit on what ratchet is. Let's just say he's righteous, but what's the opposite of righteous sometimes, right? And that's that's what he is, you know. Um, he, he totes the line, you know. He says I'm 60% righteous, 40% ratchet. And sometimes you got to have that mix. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> all right, uh, let's get to the final question of the mailbag. Devon Brown over on here on YouTube. And we talked about this at the top of the show. Tank Lawrence. He says, can you talk about Tank? I don't think he's worth the money. And he's coming back close to the end of the season. Was pretty much a busted, a wasted season, essentially. What he's saying. I would try to trade him and build off the young guys. You know, we're 7-2 right now. He's not going to come back to the end of the year. It is a broken foot. One of the things that was holding me off from completely dismissing anything like this was, and we got to see what he looks like after this broken foot, because, you know, that's not something that a lot of people come back from twice and are the same type of player at that position too. So I think it's fair, man. Is it a fair question? Let me, let me go back and see what I said that there. He said, it wasn't even a question. He's just a statement. I would try to trade him and build off the young guys. <sighs> Let me go take one more look. Cause it's, it's been a while since I took a look at his contract. Bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Cause it really comes down to that. I mean, you can get rid of guys nowadays with the, with the contracts, but you don't want to put yourself in a crazy hole when you don't have to. And I'm not one for just getting rid of tank Lawrence, but With the guys playing the way they play, get Randy Gregory back. He got the drink. You know what I mean? It, it, it makes you wonder. So let me see what we got here. Y'all might already know. So if you want to trade Tank in 2022, you're looking at an $8 million cap hit. That's not bad. And you're looking at a dead cap. And, and you're looking at a $19 million cap savings with a 2023 20, dead cap of $11 million. That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot, that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. I, I I don't know what y'all want to do about that, but that's a lot of money. That's a lot of dead cap. Only way I would try to do that, Devon, is if he comes back and he looks terrible. We get to the offseason right before there's that weird deadline where there's, like, guarantees, I think, in the contract. And, he, you know, he's not progressing well with his injury or he's disgruntled or something weird. Then, yeah. But that, that's a lot of dead cap to have. It's, it's a total of 19 million over two years. You do save 19 million though in 2020 or 2022. Uh, so 
beginning of the year, when it happened, when he broke his foot, I, I absolutely dismissed this. Sitting at 7-2 and two, with a defensive coordinator that is finding a way to get it done with the guys that he has, I don't necessarily think this is a far-fetched idea anymore. I don't think it's a far-fetched idea. So, you know, if you're in that in that side of things, I'm going to get to the to the uh, chat here to see what you're saying. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. Because Randy, you, you got to make him a priority, right? We know Micah can rush the passer. Um, let's get Ghost and gone. Some of these other young guys. There's also free agency. There's also the draft. TBD. To be decided. What y'all talking about? Tom says he consistently gets pressures on the QB and also can set the edge. Get me a guy who can make the QB uncomfortable. Uh, that is D-Law. When D-Law is healthy, when D-Law is on, that is D-Law. You know, I, I don't want to dismiss D-Law. But what the, what the subscriber is saying is, you know, he's missed the whole entire season, essentially. He broke his foot. Would you be opposed to trading him? Would y'all be opposed to trading D-Law in the offseason? This is the offseason talk, but it's mail, Mailback Friday. Devon, oh, that's Devon right there. What's up, bro? He said he stayed hurt. <clears throat> he only had two good seasons. Eh, been much there. Been much there, brother. Jackie says, Mr. Jackie says, a bad contract. You're stuck. Even Steven said, even Steven said, you ain't that guy. Pick and Pop says, we saved 21 million. We want sacks. You keep the 80% win rate. He's Byron Jones. Ooh, Miss Jackie, spicy this morning. Spicy this morning, Miss Jackie. Okay, now I got to start defending them now. Now, 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 now listen, y'all. Okay, when when D Law is playing, D Law is one of the most well-rounded defensive ends in this game. I get it. He got paid for the sacks. Sacks were what eight and a half and six and a half the following two years. Not there. The pressure's been there. The run defense has been there. Um, his consistency, in my opinion, has been there. Sacks haven't. I'm I'm going to stand on this here. If he had not been injured this year, I think the sacks would have count would have came, and then you can see it with Michael Parsons there, with Randy Gregory, with the scheme and things like that. I think I think he'd have been right back to a double digit sack guy. But that's the that's the caveat, right? Is the injuries. Mister Tom Downey Burner account said, "Trade him for what? Uh, you say he he isn't worth it, but want to trade him, so that makes zero sense." Okay, I see what you're saying. If we're saying he's not good or he's done, why would another team trade him? Well, other teams' value sometimes are higher than what you think. Is it the same foot? I'm not sure if it's the same foot, but and even if it's not the same foot, it's, it's, a, it's a broken foot, man. And that's tough on a guy who has to push off his both sides of his feet, and that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, a lot of people saying they ain't mad at it. I'm getting deals. You can't replace Tank. Well, slow down, Steven. Everybody is replaceable. To an extent. <laughs> but, yeah, seriously, uh, you can get replaced in this league real fast. We thought that Tony Romo wasn't replaceable. Huh? We thought that Lyle Collins wasn't replaceable. And what happened? Terrence still steps in and plays well. Dak Prescott comes in. He's your franchise quarterback now. So everybody is replaceable. Uh, D-Law forced a fumble against the Bucs. That's right. D-Law, was, he was fantastic against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fantastic. He made plays. I, I, I full-heartedly believe, had he not been injured, 
he would be the guy on this team leading this the, the charge on the front line. I do believe that. <laughs> Jackie Flash. Nah, Miss Jackie was first, Jackie Flash. Stephen White says, I believed in Rush. Well, well, listen, I was going to get ahead of ourselves. Uh, I want to keep him, but if we decide to go with the young guys, I wouldn't be mad. I, I got to see what we do, Sully. If we if we address the position, if we make a good trade, you know, yeah. But if we're just trading them for peanuts just to get rid of the contract, no, nah, I ain't with all that. You know, what are we going to do with the money? I mean, we're not going to sign a premium free agent. The the only guy, in my opinion, in-house that I think is a, a, a supreme priority. Supreme. When I say supreme, I mean, this dude is an elite talent, and that's Randy Gregory. You know, and I think you can still get that done with with being masterful and moving money around. So I know you're probably like, what about J. Rod Curse? KZ, y'all don't cool, yeah. That's cool. I'm not prioritizing those guys over Randy Gregory. Um, in my opinion, what I've seen from this scheme is that Dan Quinn can can replace a lot of those guys. That um, Wilson is in house, right? We got the young guy Izzy in house. CJ says restructure his contract. The only problem is, um, CJ, with the restructure is you continue to kick it down the road. And I, I just deleted the contract. And that's what they've done. They've restructured it a few times. And his contract, his cap hit, his dead cap continues to grow when you do that. So uh, I don't know if they want to continue to keep kicking it down the road. All right, man. If y'all don't got no more calls up in here, 351-999-3787, we are going to get to the final part of the show. And that is feel good Friday. Uh, let me load this back up because I took it out. Let me load that back up while we're doing that, man. Make sure this weekend, and I saw somebody in the chat. Somebody in the chat talked about making a sign. I think that's pretty damn cool. If you're going to the game, you're going to make a sign about, I think he said Sky and um, who was it? Brian Broaddus. This is one of those shout out things, man. If y'all do that, that's dope. Tag me in it. I'll, I'll repost it so you guys can see that and uh, we'll have some fun with it. But if you are in Dallas this weekend, make sure y'all come through to Texas Live, Game Day Live, Jesse and myself. Uh, it's an away game, but it's the Chiefs, so I think it's going to be, the energy is going to be crazy like it was week one. So make sure y'all come through to Texas Live for the Game Day Live, man. Where else you want to go? Don't nobody do it like us, bro. Oh my goodness. We beat the brakes off y'all. What that trip. Y'all know what it is. All right. Feel good Friday, y'all. We are two days away from, I think, the biggest game of the season for the Dallas Cowboys to date going into Arrowhead Stadium. So if your feel good Friday has something to do with the game, cool. Drop it in. Drop it down low. If it has anything to do with your friends, your family, yourself, your spouse, whatever, let's drop it in here and let's talk about something that makes you feel good going into uh, the weekend. Um, Stephen White says, I feel good, period. Okay. All right. Yeah, you feel good, man. Aaron B says, you and Jesse mesh so well on game day live. Appreciate that, Aaron B. I really do, man. Um, me, Jesse, good people regardless. I learned a lot from Jesse in this in this game in regards to you know, maneuvering in the broadcast world and, and even on air. He's helped me out a ton. Y'all don't always see it, but uh, Jesse, Jesse's awesome. He's awesome. 
<laughs> oh, it says, see, Jesse watches his language. See, which y'all don't, and I was going to say this earlier. Jesse is the, the perfect example of righteous and ratchet. And I love it, man. Absolutely love it. Miss Charlene says, my guess will be D-Laws used sparingly the rest of the season. Asked to pick, take a pay cut. I, he don't come off as a guy that wants to take a pay cut. I'm going to be real. He don't come off as a guy that wants to take a pay cut, man. Jerry over on Facebook says, I will feel good if Tyron Smith plays. Well, from all indications, Tyron Smith should be playing and starting this weekend. Uh, We talked about the projected starting lineup from from the rumors and and the sources is Tyron Smith, uh, Connor Williams, Tyler Biotis, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins. Josh says, how did you meet, or not Josh, I'm sorry, that skipped. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Modelo says, how did you meet Jesse? Uh, we reached out to him last year to come on to the Late Night Hype. He came on a few times, and we stayed in contact. And then this year when, you know, got on with A to Z Sports Dallas, I said, man, I got the perfect co-host, man. And we've already have a relationship. They reached out to Jesse, and deal got done. And here we are. I got you, Steven. I'll check out the Facebook message, man. I'll check it out. Josh just wants a hell yeah. Josh Luddy's hell yes. Give me a hell yeah. I said give me a hell yeah. Frankie Franchise, having my friends giving tomorrow. Feel good Friday. TC915 says, I finally got my Diggs jersey, and it's ready to rock on Sunday. Make sure you rock that thing proudly. Appreciate you, Frankie. Uh, Tyra needs to get healthy and stay healthy, says, oh, hey, yep, he does. (laughs) Tom said, can I do a show with Mo down in Mexico? I could do a show with Mo right here in Dallas. (laughs) You know what I mean? I can bring Mo on, bring him through. It's the technology world now, dude. I can bring him right through here, put him right next to me, and we can do a show. Um, super busy schedule Mo has. He does a lot more guys than than you think in regards to just this show and writing for A to Z. He does a lot with the Hispanic community down there in Mexico. And he, I'm telling y'all right now, maybe it might just be an Hispanic community. Who knows? But he's going to be a, he's a rising star in that community for sure. It would not shock me if Derek Eagleton came calling for the young man at some point it would not i feel good about the beef tips and the slow cooker plus we eat ribs on sunday okay Stephen white I, I, I like yeah. hey 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 uh jackie flash you're going to leave miss miss jackie alone man she the first jackie i love the jackie flash name because of the commercial but miss jackie's miss jackie now come on now oh uh, yeah check out Jesse's Deep Blue documentary, if you haven't, it's great. It's absolutely great. Michael Autry, my wife got me a lamb jersey for my anniversary gift. McGovern better be left guard. I think he will be. Thank you, Vernon. Appreciate it. Says keep up the great work. And yes, TC915. TC Rest in peace, young Dolph. If y'all don't know, uh, he was murdered. Uh, Hip hop artist was murdered. And I'm going to be general here a few days ago. So rest in peace to young Dolph. Uh, Matisse says, can you bring on Derek Eagleton? You guys sound so similar. That's so funny that you say that. I, I used to look up to Derek. And I, I mean, I still don't want to say used to. But prior to getting into this broadcast world, 
uh, Derek was a guy who I'm like, man, that's what I want to do. I want to do broadcasting. I want to I want to do media. I want to be able to bring people together, et cetera, et cetera. And been listening to Derek since early 2000s, you know, on a little iPad or whatever type of things or not iPad. What do you call them, Jones? iPods or whatever, your little MP3 thing. I for I've been listening to Derek for a very, very long time. Um, tough guy probably to get on the show though. Uh, he's very busy dude. He's runs all that dot com stuff. So if I can, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Miss Charlene says she's calling in a victory Monday on five one six. Listen, tune in on Sunday. I got some words for y'all. Y'all pretty much know my prediction by now, but I always like to give the score and, and, and then why and how on Sunday. So make sure you guys tune in on Sunday, man. CJ says, feels good to get ready to move up to first place spot in the NFC. I'm calm back down. Calm back down. All right, listen, guys and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to head on up out of here, man. A to Z sports.com slash Dallas. Make sure y'all check out all the articles over there from our great writers. Actually, we'll be dropping one today. Uh, shout out to my guy, my editor, Tony Ioso. Uh, that will be coming on. So make sure or dropping. So make sure y'all check that out and continue to keep rocking. Right. I say that all the time. Continue to keep rocking. This thing is only going to continue to grow, continue to grow. Uh, below says, Sky, are you a Jersey type of dude? Nope. I am not a Jersey type of dude. Uh, was it there? Below, I am not. Frankie said, I've never seen Sky in a Cowboys jersey. The only time you'll see me rocking a jersey is usually when I go to the game. Yeah, I got tons of pictures of me in a jersey going to games back up in the Northeast uh, with the hoodies on and things like that. But I'm not I'm not a jersey guy. I'll take a signed jersey, you know, things like that. But I'm not aware of the jersey. But all right. Y'all have a great weekend, man. I appreciate y'all joining me as always. Y'all were great today. Fire show. For those that might have jumped in here late or early, listen, me and O here good. That's just what we do. All right? I don't want y'all to think that there's there's any issues or anything like that, man. We we are a passionate fan base. We are I am a passionate um host, as you guys know. So everything all good between O here, man. Everything all good. Appreciate you guys, man. See y'all on Sunday. Game day live, Jesse, myself, get ready for this thing. What my boy Vi say? Come on outside, Pat. Come on outside. We got something for you. Huh? You owe us something. How do you want it, Josh? Appreciate y'all, man. Love you. Tune in. Till next time. Peace. Shout out to CB McDermott, God. I want me some glory hope.